Welcome to Sports Central. I'm Rick Drewer. I'm Phil Fechner. Well, there's some sadness with the start of today's show, Phil, because I think we ought to spend a moment recognising the life and times of Eric Freeman. Oh, wow. Great uh, Magpies footballer, state (laughs) cricketer. Hang on. Great Magpies footballer, won the Ken Farmer medal, played for South Australia as well as Port Adelaide. Magnificent full foot. That was in the era where Port not only dominated, of course, but dominated full forwards. Rexy Johns, yep. Eric Freeman, the works. Um, yeah, so, uh, and it was also, he, Eric Freeman probably represents probably the last era of sportsmen who could play more than one sport mm-hmm. at a very senior yep. level. Craig Bradley. Well, that's right. Yeah, but you I mean you're not going to get them <laughs> happening today. No, she's all gone now. Yeah. You don't represent yeah. state cricket, state football. Um, um, yeah, one of the one of them truly how things have changed. Uh, true story that I heard. I won't get the whole detail right, but the 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 gist of it is that um, Eric Freeman was returning to Adelaide, having just toured um, with the Australian cricket team. Yeah, and Port were playing in a cutthroat final. Foss. Foster Williams goes down to the airport. Of course, obviously, uh, Eric Freeman has not played a game for the entire season because he's away playing cricket. Foss said, how fit are you? And uh, <laughs> true story. And Eric said, well, I'm OK. He said, you're playing on Saturday, son. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, and he kicked goals too. Oh, that wouldn't I mean, happen that today, just would doesn't it? happen no. anymore. But isn't that it? beautiful? Hey? I mean, that is great. And they called him Fritzy. They called him Fritzy. Number um, 18 he was. He was. I now, remember him. let's see your general knowledge. Why did they call him Fritzy? Did he eat Fritz? Well, you're right. You guessed that, didn't How's you? That? He got it. When, after, when he first got into the state cricket team, yeah. one of the traditions of the state team was that the... Uh, one of the guys who was in charge of looking after the change rooms mm-hmm. would always make sure that there were a couple of plates of cut sandwiches oh, yeah. sitting around. And in his young days, the young Eric used to go around picking all the sandwiches and taking the fritz out of them. Oh, really? Yeah, and so oh, that's okay. how he got to be called. And you got to play against him, Rick? I did, Phil. Actually, sheer coincidence, um, my first ever... A-grade cricket match when I was still at school back in 1963. I wasn't even born. I was just born, 63. Anyway, um, I was still at school and a couple of big names here. My first ever A-grade cricket game, played for Sturt and captain of the Sturt cricket team was the one and only great John Halbert. Who? (laughs) <laughs> no. Not only did John Halbert sensational Was he state cricket as well? Played one state cricket okay. match uh, Very good A-grade cricketer yep. um, Probably not a worthy first um, 11 state cricketer uh, Probably the name helped a little bit And Barry Robin, by sheer chance Off of the subject Played I think two state cricket games as well Really? Yep Anyway Jack Halbert was captain of the Sturt side And I toured down the Port Road to Alberton to play my first game of A-grade cricket against Port Adelaide in that side as a young man as well, a few years older than me, but a few, only a few, Eric Fritzy Freeman to oh, be. Oh, really? Yep. Did he get you out? He didn't get me out. No, he didn't. He actually, now, talking about names and interesting things, the Port Adelaide wicketkeeper... Yep. was Max O'Connell, who went oh, on. Oh, yeah, he was to, a umpire. Uh, yeah, test umpire. Yep. And um, also, 
in that game, Eric Freeman's one wicket was a fellow called Raymond, Bruce Dizzy Raymond. Oh, no. Who him. is now the music director yep. at Trinity College. And Tanunda, something with yes, the Tanunda yep, band. Yep. And was a Sturt League footballer as yep. well. And he was uh, basically the same age as I was. There you go. And, and a neighbour of yours too at the moment, now. Rick. Yes. yes. Anyway, Fritzy Freeman, uh, bold uh, Bruce Raymond. Um, actually, of course, he, Fritzy was only young and starting out as well. The bowling was actually opened by one of the toughest um, footballers going around for Port Adelaide by the name of Marks Kretschmer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yep. really? So uh, some... Interesting wow. names. So a few big names there, and yourself. Oh, <laughs> thank you for mentioning that. <laughs> anyway, uh, just before we finish on yep. Fritz, may I seriously say he, I mean, I know in, in death uh, everyone seems to be a wonderful person, yep. but in Eric Freeman's case, that is truly a very appropriate description. Yep. Uh, I spent a lot of time with him. Um, particularly in the old days when we did Channel 9 cricket coaching clinics during the Christmas holidays. Uh, Eric Freeman, uh, I, I, we specialised in age groups and I yep. did the youngest ones, Eric yep. did the next ones and so forth and so on. He was wonderful with the kids, beautifully patient. He was the sort of gentle giant, as big okay. as, you know, He's he a was big a unit? big man. Okay. Um, bold, quick, but was a, a beautiful nature. Okay. And, and um, yes, very well, sad. There we go. Very yeah, sad. it is. Yeah. Absolutely. Anyway, so rest in peace, Eric. And yep. um, uh, well, well, we're still on cricket. I guess we'd better briefly well, mention the test right match. we're on the eve of it, aren't we? As I'm, we I'm starting to get excited, Rick. I tell well, you what. I, I think you should. I mean, it's going to be an incredible game. Personally, as you if know... If we get I a think, side together. Well, <laughs> that's going to be the big question. Wow. We, we haven't got a lot of time to talk about it today, but I, I do believe, personally, as I think I've expressed on this show before, I'm not in favour of day-night test matches because there is simply too much imbalance between uh, batting at the night yep. time and batting yep. during the day. However... As a spectacle, sensational, yep. huge spectacle because Coley's only one and one and only yeah, test match. He's off home. He is baby coming. Uh, and COVID has done something that nothing has what? ever been achieved before. The Saka have changed their rules. What? What have they done? Oh. They're letting, dare I say, non-members yep. into the sacred members area. Really? And. You haven't heard it first on this show. They're also dropping the dress code to let them in as well. So what do you have to wear in there? Well, once upon a time, you had to wear sort of almost, you know, coat and tie. Oh, really? Um, but because the peasants are allowed in yep. um, and to, to save time in checking clothing and yep. COVID check-ins and whatever... Uh, the standard has been dropped. Oh. It all it, it in the past, for instance, it's always had to be a collared shirt and enclosed footwear and all that. Oh, okay. And no, uh, rather that. than rather than have arguments, they've decided to drop those. Uh, the interesting thing is that they're still going to have the uh, the uh, friendly uh, alcoholic beverage stands out on the uh, at the grassed areas behind, oh, okay. but there will be no mound uh, closed. Oh. 
which seems an inconsistency to me. rope it off again like they did well, the yeah, late anyway, the footy season. They, they, I wonder they, how the caterers will be going then. There, they'll be busy. They'll be flat chat. Extra people in. Absolutely yep. flat chat. Now, uh, having dealt with Saka, we'd better just deal with the problem of the Australian batting lineup. Yep. Uh, no Warner. Uh, Smith's in doubt. No. No, hey, he won't play. <laughs> He'll play. Yeah, now, no, I think, now the o- I think the only thing we've got in time limitations is discussing briefly the opening. Yep, uh, who's going to open? Well, we know that Warner's injured. We know yep. that Will um, Pekuski's injured. Yep. Um, and we know that Joe Burns has made less runs than you have in your entire career. Right. Now, having said that, yep. the strong rumour is and nothing official has been done, is that Matthew Wade... Oh, I thought you were going to say Hayden's coming back. <laughs> Matthew Wade... Wade! The story I've heard is that Matthew Wade will open. He will come up from number six to open the innings, and they haven't actually even now totally ruled out Joe Burns. And they reckon that Wade will stitch up one opening berth, and it will be Joe Burns or Marcus Harris okay. for the other one. So there you go. You've heard it first. Uh, the rest of the team um, almost picks itself, given who's available. Yeah, yep. uh, Labashane, three. Smith, four. Head, five. Cameron Green, the come born-again yep. champion, yep. according to everyone. Uh, too many people are putting too much pressure on him, but he's a very good player. Uh, some claiming he's the greatest thing since Ricky Ponting. Uh, he'll oh, bat, he'll... I thought say Ricky Drewer. <laughs> <laughs> He's not that good. <laughs> um, Tim Payne at seven. Uh, Stark, Hazelwood, Cummings and Lyon. Okay. Well, Prediction. Prediction. I reckon India will win. I reckon we'll still win, but I think Labashane will just about be opening because I think they're going to be, they'll be gone early, won't they? Well, uh, the only reason... We're going to struggle up top. Uh, the biggest we? reason I've gone for India is that I think our batting looks horribly underdone and I think Coley in his one test, they won't get him out quickly. Yeah. But what anyway. about Travis? He's, he's on his home soil. He'll put him over the fence, well, won't he? Travis, is, hey? Travis, you know, he's there. He, they, he, they need him to make some runs they as well. They do. He's and and he needs to make runs too because given if if the others come back That's in right. time... He'll be gone, won't he? Well... They've got to, someone is going to have, assuming that the side fits back together, yep. someone, question mark, has to make way for Cameron Green, yep. who I would believe now, unless he gets injured, will play the whole series. Yep. So that means that someone like Wade, Head or whoever needs to make way so Green can fit into yep. the side. Yep. Time will tell. Yeah. Now, listen, they tell me, I've heard a rumour... Well, it's not a rumour. You're retiring from Australia Post, but I hear that that's only because... No, you're just going on holidays. Oh, you're just going on holidays? Yeah. Oh, right. Nine months. No. <laughs> I heard... Well, I heard that... I think you're telling us a white fib What's here. that? Well, I heard that it was... That this juggling's all done to take up the presidency of the Collingwood Football Club. Well, I can now, because Eddie has walked... Or is walking, I should say. Yeah. After 20-odd years, Rick. A long time. Too long. Well... I would, I would say I would possibly not disagree with that yeah. because if you look at it, there's not a great deal of success in no. Collingwood in those well, twenty isn't. years, is there? there isn't. I mean, the reality is there is. He's, he's hugged on to Buckley yes. through. I mean, right. who is 
won nothing. I mean, throughout those 20 years, the common factor is basically huff and bluff. Yeah, plenty of money oh, in that and, club. Yeah, yeah, and huff and bluff with little success in relation to supposedly all the great players and yeah. sides and coaches that yep. they've had. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, I it, think he's had probably just too much to say. Being well, in the media and um, yeah. obviously the presidency, and I mean, you've got to butt out at one of those things, I think. And perhaps he's done that. Well, I, I think, I think it's almost he got years. to. Well, I was going to say, I think <laughs> he, I think he's got into a position which he couldn't get himself out of. Yeah. I think he has successfully ducked and weaved a few times before. Um, over coaching, you yep. know, and yep. Buckley and yep. whatever. Yep. Whereas I think he's backed himself into the, uh, uh, you know, the yeah. dead end. But anyway, good luck to him. Yeah. So there you so go. He's, 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 he's walking away from television as well, I hear. So. Oh, is he? Yeah, so I hear. Oh, he's anyway, good enough, mate, uh, so. you've got, you want to talk about, well, you're just, excited about the strikers. Well, mate. quickly, um, one last night, they were down and out, two for ten. In trouble, chasing 146, and um, in comes Carey, and the Premier's back. The Premier's the back. Premier? Yep. Yep, St- him Stephen, and Carey. Stephen Marshall, is he? Oh, no, Weatherall. Jake oh, Weatherall. Weatherall. Yeah, yeah, no, Premier. No. Um, oh, Ex-Premier, I should say, ex- sorry. Yeah. Tell me more about this. Yeah, so he's back, and uh, Carey's made 50, to 50 or 60 there in quick time, very quick time, 30 or 40 balls. Yeah. And uh, the ex-premier, he's made 60-odd not out, so he's uh, back in form, and the strikers have had a win. Well, a care factor for me over the strikers yeah, I know, is zero. You don't like it. But That's I, why I, I wanted to mention it. <laughs> I would like to just briefly mention Kerry. I've got all the time in the world for Kerry, uh, bearing in mind he you know, was AFL standard mm. footballer. Yeah. Now, the thing about Kerry is that within one week, and I didn't follow the strikers, but he's made runs against India in the Australia A cricket game. He can play all forms yeah. of the game. Yep. And many would argue that he is the best gloveman, wicketkeeper yep. in the country already. Now, back in Ian Healy's day, the one and only genius of Adam Gilchrist had to wait his turn mm. to get into the test team. Uh, I really do believe that... Um, Carey is the next wicketkeeper for Australia yep. and will be a very important batsman as well. Well, so. as, as I said, they were two for ten when he came in and it's as though they were two for 110. He just, away he went and built the innings and and then he caught it all up and he was 50 off, as I said, 50 off 30-odd balls. And yeah. uh, it was a great inning. So, Rick, we've got to go to the joke because we are running out of time. Melbourne footy supporter yep. walks up to the ticket box at the MCG and says, I'd like a half-price ticket for tonight's Saturday night game, please. Half-price, the woman behind the counter said. We don't sell half-price tickets. But I only want to watch one team, he said. <laughs> it's like a Crows supporter, really, isn't it? They only watch half a game. Well, they only watch half a game. Yeah. <laughs> I had a feeling they collected their money on the way out. Don't they? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, until next week, this is Rick. This is Phil.